This is episode number 35 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. I'm your host, Bella Vasso with Jump Consulting. And today I'm here with the Heather Dobson. Heather says that her mission in life is to help people lose their J-O-B and find their J-O-Y. She has a passion for digital trends and innovating along with a deep understanding of social networks, consumers, and branding. So listen up today, okay? She also is a community builder at GoDaddy. She leverages her skills as a connector and her drive to help small businesses succeed. Heather, blah, blah. I am so excited for you to be here today. (laughs) I am so excited too. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, you and I have been friends and connected for quite some time and I'm really honored to be a guest on your show. For sure. It goes back to everyone listening. She has this amazing melon walk named Joker and this dog is so smart, but Heather is one of the best pet owners I know out there because she understands what it takes to have that kind of breed. And um, she so awesomely joined me for another interview a while back about Joker. And so I just, I couldn't wait to have you on the show again, just to talk about business now. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I just want to tell you that that video that we did with Joker is a PSA about owning a Belgian Malinois. That video has been seen so often and people have actually reached out to me and I've become friends with them, other Malinois owners based on that video. So Thank you. I love it. That's a good story of what some good yeah. SEO and titles yeah, can do for that's you. That's right. So today we're going to talk about identifying and overcoming challenges as a small business owner. Now, I know if I asked any of our listeners right now to think about a challenge that they have, they'd probably say, which one? So Heather, your role at GoDaddy is a community builder. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, it's a weird title, right? And (laughs) we had to come up with something. So I work on the communications team and specifically the social media team where I work in evangelism and advocacy. So my role really is identifying external influencers. So people outside of the GoDaddy brand who impact the buying decisions of small business owners, freelancers, entrepreneurs, all of those kinds of things, and actually building relationships with them and identifying how we might be able to help their community and not by just products and services, but what do we have in our own ecosystem that might be able to help. And I got here because I got to be really good at understanding that we need to do more than network. We actually need to build our community and developing meaningful relationships is a really important component of building your community. So I don't even use the word network or networking anymore. It's all about how I'm going to build my own community. And the funny thing is, is that I was considered an influencer by GoDaddy. I was in their influencer ecosystem. And not quite a year ago, they approached me about a position and coming to work at GoDaddy full time. And so I've been here about seven months and I am loving what I'm doing. And just so our listeners totally understand this, Heather built such great relationships online as her own personal brand that a national brand like GoDaddy sought her out, said, hey, girl, We want to hire you just for your influence. (laughs) You can create your own position. So this whole community uh, 
community builder. Thank you. Community yeah. builder yeah. is is your title that you gave yeah. yourself. I mean, that's, that's exactly who it. gets to do that. So. I know. <laughs> so for me, when I talk so much about lose your job and find your joy, it's not just about launching your own business or becoming an entrepreneur. It's about finding what speaks to you and what what fills you with joy. And I do a whole bunch of other things, but in this case, the work that I'm doing as a job is really my J-O-Y. I love it because there's the whole cliche, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And it's just, it compliments so well. And I'm just in a really cool spot that I have an amazing team. I work in an amazing team at a pretty cool little company, you know. (laughs) With a really cool boss. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah, my boss is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cool. So as you're building these relationships with people, what are some of the challenges that you see small businesses and freelancers have? And, and is there a common thread there? Yeah, absolutely. So I've worked specifically with small businesses, freelancers and entrepreneurs for about the past 10 years of my life. And I see some definite common threads. One is there's never enough time to do everything because the owner is having to fill many positions and fill many roles, do accomplish many things. The other is the business owner or the person wants to only work on their thing, whatever their thing is. So I only want to take care of pets because that's what makes me happy. But they forget that there's all these other things that need to be accomplished from the perspective of strategic planning, your marketing, all of those kinds of things. And then probably one of the biggest things that I see is fear. There's a lot of fear in moving beyond the norm. Yeah, moving beyond the norm and pushing those boundaries of people are saying, I can't do this or I shouldn't do this or I'm crazy to do this and just stepping through that fear. Fear is never just going to go away completely, but stepping through that fear is something that I see hold a lot of people back and it, it actually can be so detrimental to a small business or to freelancers. And so I want people to overcome those fears. I'm reminded of a recent post that you just did about sitting down and having a talk with a voice in your head. And that voice could also be fear. You could better explain it than I can. Can you tell that story about having a conversation with the fear and acknowledging it that it's in your life? Exactly. So I live my life very transparently and authentic. I don't have any secrets to hide. And how I am in person is how I am at work, is how I am wherever I am. Like to know me is to know me 100% of the time. And so I often share these stories of my own struggles, especially on social media, because we see all the success and all the glittery stuff and all the good stuff because people want you to think that their life is perfect when in reality people are struggling whatever it is for me it's been depression and anxiety and definitely fear in my life and for a lot of people it's just overcoming this fear so in this story that I wrote I talked about it was brilliant oh thank you so I much. wonder if I can actually include a link to it I mean it was yeah it, it wasn't just like a great story but it was authentic and it was so <laughs> the way that you just constructed it was just yeah. like Wow. I mean, really, I was so impressed. What I did is I have struggled with depression and anxiety for more than 20 years. And it's just been this constant battle. And the way I always viewed it is this monster that lived in my head. 
Like this monster just took up residence in my head. He totally squatted in there. I didn't invite him in. I don't know how he got there. And for years, I've been fighting him. And a lot of times he makes a lot of noise, like he's throwing ragers. And those ragers then affect me and affect my work and affect my life. And I had just spent all this time battling and fighting. And, and to be honest, I was just tired. I was just tired of it and nothing I was doing was actually working, whether it was therapy, medication, whatever it was, wasn't working. So I made this decision one day, okay, if what I'm doing is not working, I've got to do something else. And maybe what this monster needs is to be acknowledged and to be loved. And so I literally brewed a cup of tea, I sat down, and I called that little monster out, and he and I had a conversation. And I mean literally, like I talked out loud, there was nobody else but me and the dog there, (laughs) and having tea with this monster. And I see that, like just acknowledge that the fear is there. Okay, nobody is fearless, okay? You don't need to be fearless. You need to be dauntless. And dauntless is acting in spite of fear. So if you just acknowledge it, have a conversation with it, whatever it is, if it's your fear, your depression, your anxiety, whatever, just acknowledge it, have the conversation, and then move past it. You're not going to do it in one day, but it's totally, completely doable. I'm blown away, and I got chills when you said dauntless. No, for real. I mean, I just think it's so great. It's so great. So what are some of the biggest opportunities you see people overlook when it comes to driving awareness and revenue? And I would assume that this is a pretty good parlay to what we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So let's work through our fear. Let's work through all that. And by the way, if we have real people in our lives, the ones that I call dream killers, it can be our significant others, our parents, somebody around us saying, you can't do that. This is what you say to them. I'll give you a little script to give to them. Okay. And this was given to me by someone else. That is, I accept your love for me. I reject your fear. Okay. Don't let their fear become your fear. That's so good. Say that again. So it is. I accept your love for me. I reject your fear. Amen, sister. And then just move past it. Be thankful that they love you enough to be concerned about you, but don't let their fear become your fear. There are so many opportunities that I see businesses overlook simply because they're short on time or they're so focused on working in their business. They're working on execution and production that they're not taking a step back. And so the number one biggest opportunity is for people to stop step back and look at their business like a business and actually develop a strategic plan of success. So it's not just, okay, I want to make my own line of bubble gum because I love bubble gum and that's all I want to do, right? I'm looking at my gum on my desk right now. (laughs) But it is, okay, define your goals and your goals are your goals. You have your own definition of success and you shouldn't compare it to anybody else. So if it is, I want to make $250 a month because I want to stash that away to buy a new car eventually or whatever it is, have the goal. Okay, so if your goal is $250 a month, then work backwards from there and start thinking about what are the steps that you need to take to make however many dollars that is per day. Okay, I don't have my calculator in front of me. So $250 a month divided by 30. Okay, what do I need to do to make or to save? This works for savings too. Okay, what do I need to make or save per day at the end of the month to have $250 in savings? That small little thing sets you on a path to success. 
Yes. If you don't have plans for everything that you're doing, you don't know where you're going. And if you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you've achieved a certain level and you can move beyond that? It's like Alice in Wonderland. Do you know that quote? It says like, <laughs> she comes upon the cat and he says, which way are you going? And she goes, well, I don't really know. And he goes, well, then it doesn't matter if you go left or right. You know, it's yeah, so true. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter where you're going. And so that really, truly, especially for those of us who maybe we've got a full-time job and we're starting something on the side, our side hustle, because we want to leave our full-time job or because we want to do this on the side and we love this and we're not building this because we're going to make a hundred million dollars. It's because mm-hmm. we love it. It's because it's our J-O-Y. Yeah, it's our J-O-Y why it's creating freedom and flexibility in our lives. But if you don't have that goal, you're never going to get there. And that's the number one thing that I see people overlook. The next thing is really how they are building both their online and offline presence or their brand. Okay. And I'm big, you know this, that I'm big on personal branding. Yeah. No one can take that from you. That's right. You are your personal brand. Whether you are an employee, whether you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, freelancer, you are your brand. I'm so big into building this personal brand. And I can tell you that I am a model of my own success because I built a personal brand and that's what has gotten me to where I am today and will continue. They hired me because of my personal brand. And in order to have this position, I have to continue to build my personal brand. Mm -hmm. So I'm very passionate, crazy about that. And I see people shy away from turning themselves into a brand. And I'm not asking you to create two personalities. I want you to be authentic. I want you to be real. And I want you to understand that the days of keeping business completely separate from your personal life are gone. <laughs> essentially, especially in an online place. And I don't want that to scare people. Yeah. There's definitely ways to manage that. So setting your goals and strategic planning and developing a personal brand, those are two things that jump out at me right away. And then, of course, there's more tactical things that I see, especially in building websites and building a social media presence. There are so many tools out there that we can use, both for websites and for social media, but people kind of get paralysis by analysis, right? Yes. There's so many things. What should I do? Where should I start? Here's the secret. Okay. It's a big secret. Just start. Just start. And I know that you tell your people this. I know you tell this, but we've got to keep reiterating it to people. I have to tell it to myself and other people have to tell me like, just start, just do it. Start somewhere. And when it comes to social media, Those of us who don't work in the industry, I happen to work in social media, but I'm surrounded by people who don't build websites and who this is not normal for them, right? It's not their world. Yeah. It's not their world, but they're hearing these messages of, I need to be everywhere. I need a Facebook page. I need Instagram. I need Snapchat. I got to be on LinkedIn. I got to do all these things. And I am calling BS on that right now. (laughs) Not only do you not need to, you can't. There's no way for you as a small business owner to scale that. And so my famous phrase is get really good at one instead of sucking at all of them. Preach it, girl. Preach it. It's so true. It's so true. I love what you're saying. Everything that you're saying, I'm totally buying. (laughs) When's your book? coming out. Um, but listen, when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how can one person do it and how and what should we delegate? So we'll be right back after these words. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. 
Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today. www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR dash pet sitter for 10% off. And we're back with the Heather Dobson, who helps lose your J-O-B and find your J-O-Y. That needs to be your tagline. Yeah. I just love it. So Heather, you are just dropping truth bombs, as one person would say, all over the place. So tell us now, how do we actually execute this stuff? How do we decide what things we're going to actually do and what we're going to outsource? Yeah. So there's a time for most small business owners, especially freelancers, that you're doing everything, right? Because that's just the way it is from a financial perspective, or maybe I don't know who the people are who I need help from. Maybe I don't even know yet what I need help with. So first off, you want to start identifying what is your habu? This is a phrase I use, your habu, your highest and best use. Okay. Okay. Once you've identified what your highest and best use is, that is where you're getting the maximum amount of return for the time that you're investing in something. So I know at home in my life, my highest and best use is doing things that one are either generating revenue because somebody is going to pay my bills (laughs) or two are bringing me joy. And so I break it down into, okay, if I'm going to clean the house today, it's going to take me X number of hours to clean the house today. So is that time better spent cleaning the house? Is it better spent doing something that's generating revenue? Or is it better spent doing something that's bringing me joy? And so it's probably not going to bring me joy. And it's definitely not generating (laughs) revenue. So that's something I'm probably going to outsource, okay, (laughs) if I'm able to do that. And this is the way you got to start looking at things is, okay, what is going to bring me the revenue? What is going to bring me the joy and the things that you don't like to do or not going to generate direct revenue, then you need to delegate those, okay? Even before that, you can take a step back and get rid of the stuff that you don't even need to do. So it's a delete, delegate, and do system. Those are the three things. I look at everything in my life that way. Okay, first of all, nope, not even, it doesn't apply. (laughs) I'm deleting it. It's done. I'm done with it. Get out. Yeah. Um, Delegate. Okay, this is something I know that needs to be done. It's going to take me 10 times longer to do it than it would take this person because this person knows exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And so it makes more sense to delegate it. And then what's left is my due. This is my due pile. And these are the things that I have to get done. I love that. I mean, we are, we're always going to procrastinate the stuff that we don't want to do anyways. Yep. So why not? It's funny that you talked about house cleaner because my house cleaner just came today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing. There are people who enjoy cleaning their houses and God bless you. But that's not something that I want to spend my time on. Yeah. For sure. So we have a lot of pet sitters who are just starting out with the explosion of different apps like Dog Vacay and Rover. We've got a lot of people that are kind of teeter-tottering. They still have a full-time day job, but they're really intrigued by our industry. 
And so what would you say to someone who is being held back for some reason like that? What would you tell them other than shit or get off the pot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Execute. So there's a couple of things like identify what's holding you back and really get true with yourself and tell yourself if it's bullshit call bullshit on yourself, right? Stop coming up with all these excuses. You call them reasons. I call them excuses. You listener, I know you don't, Bella. (laughs) Identify what truly is it that is holding you back. And I will tell you, okay, so we talked about fear. We can move past that. There also is what I see holding some people back from either creating something on the side or leaving this workforce and creating something on the side is this expectation, these societal norms, right? These perceived societal norms that, well, this isn't what people do. People don't quit their jobs and start a pet sitting business or sign up as a contractor with Rover.com and let dogs take over the house, which I think is awesome, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to move past those societal norms and just know that there's a place for your passion out there. And I talk often about somebody here in Phoenix has a mobile bird grooming business. I see their car and it's all marked up mobile bird grooming. And I love it every time I see that car because I think that is a person who is pursuing their passion. That is their J-O-Y is to have this mobile bird grooming business. And I use that as an example of Whatever you love or whatever you want to do or whatever you're good at, there is a market for it out there. And also there's this perception if you leave a job, whether it's because you get fired or because you quit or because there were layoffs with the budget cuts or all that kind of stuff, there's this perception that, okay, I'm a failure. No. Okay. I'm calling bullshit on that right now. (laughs) Yeah. You've got to move past this and you got to think about instead of, Your job is your identity. Your life is your identity. And look at things like one of my favorite people, Pam Slim, calls your body of work. Okay, so what you're doing in your day job as a full-time employee is not comprehensive of who you are as a person. And so you want to start something on the side. You want to generate some more income. You want to have furry critters or pokey critters around. I have a pet hedgehog too. (laughs) Sometimes needs a pet sitter. (laughs) You want to have these creatures around you because that's what's bringing joy in your life, then move past the societal norms and the expectations that have been created for you and create your own expectations. It's just such an interesting concept because it is so far against the norm. And I think that as you are a community builder, community leader, and are very tapped into not just trends, but like what works, taking the concept of separating life and business, not having that transparency or authenticity and also creating and standing strong in your own brand. It's so against what we're told, you know, like in your business, you don't want to be the only pet sitter that people get involved with, but it's just such a fine dance because we're not saying this or I don't think you're saying be the only pet sitter. You're saying create the brand around you. The brand is you can trust Heather or Susie, because she's made some good decisions for you on sending Susie's helpers out there. You know, am I on the right track? Because I'm trying to relate this in a way that for so many times we kind of hammer into people, you need to step away from your business. Your business is not valuable if you're the only face of the company. So I'm trying to like 
transform this for some of our listeners who are thinking, what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you are creating this whole body, the body of work that's a hundred percent attributed to Pam Slim, but I can't find anything else better to describe it. It's not just this one thing that you're doing. It's yeah. everything that you're doing, like living your life in an authentic way. Right. On and offline. And that's what yes, you were saying. On and offline. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And becoming a resource for people, yeah. like sharing information and solving problems instead of always selling like you're becoming a resource for people. And there's some differences here about whether you're building a pet sitting business or you are working as an independent contractor with things like Fido and Rover and, and those types of things. Like those are two different worlds here. But you definitely, if you're on the side where you're building a pet sitting business and you're branding that, Susie's Helpers, then you can't be 100% the only person there that people know and trust. Right. You've got to create this army of people who are extensions of you. Right. And the only way you can do that is by bringing in people who have the same love and passion that you do. And the best way to attract those people is to live authentically. And the universe will bring those people to you. It sounds so, I'm not a not hippie. Like right? attracts I'm like. Not, it's not. true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. look at the people around you. That's who you are as a person. So Heather, I know that we're kind of wrapping up here on the time. Tell me about something you're doing that's really exciting. Yeah, so I've been really fortunate to start this cool thing over at GoDaddy where I'm hosting a weekly live show. We broadcast live on Facebook every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Central. The show is called Beyond the Domain. We don't talk about GoDaddy products or services at all. What I'm doing really is all these people in my community, I'm bringing them on as guests on the show, and we're talking about solving problems in your small business. And we're talking about defining your audience. We did have Pam Slim as a guest and talking about leaving jobs and finding our joy. We've talked about analytics, marketing analytics, like why you need to have some analytics tied to your website to show whether or not stuff is performing. Believe it or not, our most viewed episode so far was with an attorney. And the attorney was talking about, hey, you know, we're not going to just pull images off of Google Images and use on our websites and our blogs because you can get in a lot of trouble for that. But it's just this really cool show where we're just hanging out and talking just a lot like this. We're, we're having conversations and we're iterating on that. So we're still building it out. But we've done, uh, I just wrapped up episode number nine and I'm having a blast with that. So every Thursday, 11 a.m. on the GoDaddy Facebook page. I love that. And I highly recommend everyone checks it out because actually, Heather, I don't know if you know, but that lawyer you're just talking about, yeah. She was in a couple episodes prior to this episode. So if you just check out Bella in your business, I saw her on there and said, yeah. oh my gosh, this is such a topic that nobody ever talks about. So if yeah. you're listening to Bella in your business right now, go ahead and back to the iTunes or Stitcher and look back a couple episodes and you'll see Sarah's name. Sarah Hawkins is her name. Yeah, she, she is a wealth of knowledge, and I love hearing that. It was your yeah. most popular show so far. So far, so far, it's gotten the most views. Yeah, yeah so just go to, go to the GoDaddy page, you guys. If you're just looking to like listen while you work, <laughs> you know, you could put that on in the background and listen up. And 
Heather, how can anyone get a hold of you if they just want to find their J-O-Y or just get be yeah. connected to you or soak up yeah. your ways? <laughs> yeah, so you can, I'm pretty easy to find. My name is D-O-P as in Paul. That's a big spelling mistake on my parents' part or something. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter. I'm super active on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is slash the Heather Dobson or my own personal page or profile. You can follow me there too. It's H Dobson. And I think Bella, you're, you're more than welcome to share that link out of that post that I wrote. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. And then I have a website. It's uh, revamping right now, but it'll be up soon. So heatherdobson.com. Awesome. Heather, thank you so much for your time here on Bella in Your Business. You guys remember to like and subscribe and comment. And if there's any topic that you want to hear about, go ahead and let me know and I'd be happy to make that happen. Again, thanks so much for joining us. This is another episode of Bella in Your Business. Always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.